Welcome to Why Watch That Vintage. Take a journey back in time and experience our classic and timeless episodes. And don't forget to check out our new shows every Tuesday on Why Watch That Radio. Now sit back, relax, and get ready for Why Watch That Vintage. What's the matter? I just watched a really good movie. Oh, please. Oh, I love a good feel-good movie. <laughs> well, it didn't sound like you were feeling good. Yeah! You know what? A really good feel-good movie will make you cry sometimes. Well, Have you ever cried? Wait, wait, be truthful. Have you ever cried after you watched a movie or during when you watched a movie? Yes. I have as an acting exercise. No, stop it! <laughs> well, like sometimes, you know, as an artist, uh-huh. you need to really give in yeah, to those emotions. Of course. Mm-hmm. I'm a grown man. Well, I'm a <laughs> Yeah, you know, you go, you can go with it. And I, we will mention a few. That'll make a tear jerkers? Well, yes. Gonna... So you're not only, you're not talking about just. No, not just tear Feel good, but also tear jerkers. We yeah, go through. Where, yeah. The struggles and come out on the other side. Right. Now, we're talking about, of course, feel-good movies. That's what we're kind of categorizing it as. But mm-hmm. it could be under inspirational movies. It could be under um, hero movies. Mm-hmm. Basically, a good feel-good movie will, first of all, ignite emotion in you. You're usually rooting for someone or something and a good feel-good movie will usually have that person triumph or that entity triumph. So there's an obstacle. There's an obstacle, and it is conquered. Now, what? It, there's some darker movies that I wouldn't say are feel-good, but try to go for something like that. Mm-hmm. But we're going to mo- mostly stay on the redemption side of things. Okay. All right, all right. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. Now, some of these movies we've mentioned over time, and of mm-hmm. course, I'm sure your list... There are some movies no one's ever heard. <laughs> no. I want to well. start with um, a, a feel-good movie. I watched this movie when I was very young. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I understood it, but I did. And I cried when hmm. I was younger. And it's the movie On Golden Pond. Oh. On Golden Pond. Henry Fonda, it, Jane Fonda. And Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn, yeah. Um, on Golden Pond was created in the 80s, in the early 80s. And it's the premise of On Golden Pond. Some of you are like, oh, I may have heard of that. It's also a play, and I saw it actually on Broadway with James so, Earl Jones. So did I. Wait, were we together? <laughs> no, we were Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the premise of On Golden Pond is, this is like the first time where older actors took the stage. This is a... Henry Fonda's one of his last roles, mm-hmm. Catherine Hepburn's one of her last roles, and these are Hollywood royalty, yes, basically. And they're an older, retired couple who uh, take a trip to their um, cabin mm-hmm. on the lake, 
And on Golden Pond. On Golden Pond. Yes. And they basically work through family, deep-rooted family issues. It is not an action-packed movie. No. It is not an, a plot-driven movie. Well, there is a bit movie. of action. No, there is. When Jane Fonda dives into the, the pond. Yes, but we won't say. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a young... And she runs out there spurt. and... <laughs> yes, okay. So, and basically this older couple has um, a daughter. And she's very much estranged from her father, but she comes mm-hmm. on this vacation with her fiancé or husband or whoever, and mm-hmm. they have to work out the very disturbing relationship that she and her father have. Now... Here's the flip side. Jane Fonda and Henry Fonda yes. had a strained relationship. Yes, they did. This was the only movie that they really did together where they had an explosive scene. And Jane Fonda will later tell you that that scene was a real exchange between the two of them. She um, talked to the director and writer and they specifically wrote dialogue mm-hmm. for her to say and for Henry Fonda to react to, it was actually, like, very therapeutic. Yes. And it was explosive, if you remember it. That pawn got a nice dive. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. I mean, I remember, because I, yeah. I watched that as an adult. Oh. So that is vividly imprinted in my mind, that dive. Because I was like, whoa, then just went, went for it. Yeah. This is a great drama, great acting. Really great writing as well. Oh my god, it's got yeah. everything. Yeah, it's it's so if you great are interested, cast. yes, great if you're interested cast. in acting and dramatic uh, mm-hmm. moments, yep, this is the film for you. At the end of the film, you're gonna feel good because there's a mm-hmm. huge obstacle. Well, it's that catharsis. Comes. That's what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, it, there's a huge obstacle uh, action-wise that happens with one of the characters. You think, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. and at the end of the movie, there's resolve. Yes. There's resolve. So, on Golden Pond, I think you should definitely check it out again. I think I will. Good suggestion. What you got? Well, you know what? Let's go into a, a movie that released this year. Mm. Chef. Really? Chef. Yes. Okay. Chef, everyone. John well, Favreau. <laughs> John Favreau plays the chef. Okay. No, John Favreau mm-hmm. is... Director of Iron Man. One and two. Yes. So this is him doing almost a family drama. Mm. Almost. So he plays a chef, very successful. Something happens Uh with the owner of the restaurant. They had an agreement, but the owner's not holding his end of the bargain. Okay. Do you know who plays the owner, though? No. Dustin Hoffman. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And John Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. Is one of his cooks. I like John. Bobby Cannavale is his sous chef. Mm-hmm. He leaves the restaurant. John Leguizamo leaves with him eventually. Ooh. But it's about him and his relationship, John Favreau and his relationship with his son. Yeah. Sofia Vergara. Say that again. Sofia Vergara. Oh, say it one more time. Sofia Vergara All plays right. his ex wife. But she's not. A typical ex-wife. Right. And she's not the Sophia we know from Modern Family. No. She pulls it back. The acting across the board is really good. This is a feel-good movie. You see the relationship because, you know, he's a chef. He hasn't had a lot of time. So, essentially, he uh, (laughs) gets a food truck and takes his son on the road with him and John Leguizamo. The critics really liked this movie. It was. It was like a surprise, wasn't it? It is just a well-made 
good film about a core relationship between a father and son getting to know each other. They mm-hmm. get to respect each other. Yeah. The son gets to spend the time he's always wanted with his father. Oh, wow. The father gets to uh, recognize his son's talents mm-hmm. as well. And it's just a nice film to watch. That's the bottom oh, line. Check that out. It's just a nice one to watch. It's not going to surprise you or no. anything like that. But the acting is true. Mm-hmm. And it comes from the heart. So I just thank John Favreau for this. It really it surprised me. No, oh, thank you, John. I like I like films about food though. Because <laughs> you secretly are a fatty. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh that's okay. I have another one. I have another um feel good movie. It's a classic as well. It's not quite as up to date, but I um I actually taught this book when I was a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I would show the movie um, afterward. Some teachers taught the book and did it as they read the portion. They would show the portion. Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. movie, well, they did. I taught Mm -hmm. the book Mm -hmm. and watched. And every single time, my students were just glued, even though it was in black and white. And I'm talking about To Kill Kill a a Mockingbird. mockingbird. I knew it. Oh, my goodness. Now, first of all, the book Here's here's a rare thing for me, critic, because I was an English major among all my other majors along <laughs> with it. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird is a great book. Book, yeah. Well-written book. Oh, yes. And by a surprising writer. You know, yes. you wouldn't think. Harper Lee. Harper Lee, mm-hmm. who was not known, really. She was not a well-known, well-established author no. Truman Capote's friend yes yeah. and 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 mentor really. yeah she meant or he mentored, he mentored her. her yeah and um anyway she wrote this book and it flew off the shelves mm-hmm. but immediately afterward they made a movie and the movie was just as good if not it enhanced the book I have some trivia for this oh I like trivia do you know who made his film debut in this Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> no. No, I'm just kidding. No. Our favorite, Robert Duvall. Oh, he was a... Uh, uh, Boo, Boo Bradley. Boo yep. Bradley. Yes. I do remember that. Robert, yes. 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 So that was so surprising for me to... Because I saw this as an adult, so... Oh, you didn't watch it in no, class? No, no. Oh, I watched I it I didn't read time. To Kill a Mark- Walking Bird in school. <gasps> oh! Yeah. That's terrible. I was in... Uh, an upper level course, so we didn't read that. But you anyway. know what? Whatever. But I've read this. No, but I've read this as an adult. I resent that. And no, what I'm going to tell you is this. It works for all ages. It does. It, it really, does. It's a wonderful book. The premise yeah. of To Kill a Mockingbird is that you have this character, Atticus, who is played by Gregory, Gregory the great Gregory Peck. Oh, yes. And Please. Atticus is a lawyer. He's the father that you'd want to have. He's the father you want to have. The mother's yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Um, dead. And he has two children. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, Bruce Willis and Demi Moore named their child after uh, <laughs> Scout. Um, mm-hmm. And they have two children. And Scout is a little girl, but she is the ultimate Tom tomboy. Boy. Mm-hmm. Atticus has to take this case that is racially motivated. Mm. A black man is accused of raping a white woman who happens to be white trash. And I hate to say Uh-oh. that's what they use. Okay. They use that term, mm-hmm. um, so I'm not using that my own's up. But she's w- the white trash of the community. Mm-hmm. The family is very much um, a marred, scarred family. Mm-hmm. And they are very, very poor. This black man is accused of raping her. 
And of course, back then in that time period, oh, you're going to hang. But Atticus fights to defend this man. And he has to pay the price for that um, within his community. community You're depressing me. But no, (laughs) you watch him triumph Mm -hmm. over such a heavy, like you think rape. It's in mm-hmm. there. Um, uh, racial issues, uh, motherless children. I mean, mm-hmm. you th- uh, this mysterious man who could be a pedophile. We don't even yes. know. You think all these themes are so heavy, but it's surprisingly like mm-hmm. light and heartfelt and s- inspiration. Yeah, it's, it's more like Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Yeah. Yeah. all of that kind. That kind of tone. Yes, oh, lovely. Great movie. Lovely. Great movie. I say watch it and read it. Let's go to Aladdin. Oh, I love oh, Aladdin. I come from a land, from a uh, far, from uh, a way place. Look. I'm looking. This is Disney of the 90s mm-hmm. that we're talking about. Cartoon. Cartoon Animation. Disney. Yes, animated Disney. Of that time period, this is probably my favorite. Love the Lion King. Love Beauty and the Beast. But Aladdin has my heart. Okay. We all know. Yeah. That Aladdin has no family. Right. We all know that he falls in love with Princess Jasmine. Yes, he does. And we all know. What do we know? That there's a character named Jafar mm-hmm. who ain't having none of that. No, he isn't. Okay. But there's the genie. The genie. <laughs> <laughs> Voiced by the wonderful Robin the late Williams, great. the late great. Yep. So you get all kind. You get everything in this movie. You do. You Ad- do. Adventure, comedy, drama, thrills. It's a cartoon for adults. As yeah, well. as, the jokes yes. you'll get them. You'll get I the didn't jokes. get them then, mm-hmm. but I got it later. Yes, and you know, for just two D animation, yeah, they do a great job. They do so great if, flying scenes. Yes, of course. Well, yeah, a whole new world. Yes. Sides. The people bursting. Indescribable feeling. You talking about Bryson and Celine and Re- Dion? No. <laughs> No, that Remember was Regina Bell, pop. thank you. Oh, yeah, Regina Bell. Come That's on, right. get it straight. That's right. But anyway, she did another movie. But look, Aladdin, if you haven't seen that recently. Oh, watch it. Watch it. That's a great feel-good movie. It makes you feel good, and it's funny. And you go through all of that adventure and mm-hmm. the all of the horrible things that Jafar does. And you actually love Jafar, sorry. At the end of the day, you do. Yeah, but yeah. still, and, you know, his uh, rabbit... I mean, not rap, but the parrot, yeah. the Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Great cast. Um, I have one for you. Okay. This is also um, way back when, but not as far back as To Kill a Mockingbird. Doom, 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 doom. Oh, no. Doom, 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 doom. Stand by me. Of oh, I love this movie. Now, this movie stars, you'll see them as adults. <laughs> it stars the late, great River Phoenix. River Phoenix, um, River, yeah. River Phoenix if you don't know, Joaquin Phoenix's brother. Uh, River Phoenix died mm-hmm. um, at a very early, he was a promising actor. Oh, yes, yeah. And he mm-hmm. died, but he plays a great, wonderful character on there. Corey Feldman is on there, yes. and he doesn't work very much anymore. Jerry O'Connell, O'Connell. and also Will Wheaton. Um, is on there. It's basically the premise, and among others, we'll get to them. It's the premise of these four boys find a... It it takes place during the 50s. Mm -hmm. These four boys, adolescents, find a dead body. Uh Well, one of them does. Mm -hmm. One of them finds a dead body in the woods, and it's Mm -hmm. far away. Mm -hmm. And he comes back. Is it Chunk? 
<laughs> he comes back to report. That's his name. Chunk, um, comes back to report. Hey, guys, I found a dead Now, what four adolescent young boys wouldn't want to go see a dead body? But it's a long adventure to get there, and they go through. And, and they basically not run away, but they do not have the permission of their parents. And they chuck the journey alone into different towns, into the woods, mm-hmm. and they have adventures. Specifically an adventure. Chunk is from the Goonies. Oh, sorry, Chunk. <laughs> Rocky Road. Um, uh, they basically have this adventure in the pond. <laughs> no. Yes. Can I, give, can I give away just a little bit? Oh. So they, um, there's some insects f- floating around and they need to run away and get into the pond. Mm-hmm. When these boys are in the pond, they are more insects yeah. attacking them in the pond and they're leeches. And I'll just say this if oh you boy. haven't seen it. You know what every little boy has and every man has? Well, oh. I'm just saying leeches like all sorts of things. <laughs> I'm a man. I know, but it's and funny. And for all men, whenever you talk that oh, way, let I me did, just tell you, whenever you talk that way about I that, it, it, it hurts. It, and it hurt. It did hurt. Yeah, I mean, but you... Ugh. Oh, it's Look, a great this, scene. This is a film about building friendships. <laughs> We're just going to move forward. But that they, was a... That's wonderful. I'm so glad. thing that happened to help make yes. them a strong Thank you unit. Because they had to be saved. I mean, things had to happen. Yes, but you know, it really is a friendship film. It's these, a coming of age. Yes, these 12 year old boys have this life changing experience. Yes, they do. And Kiefer Sutherland is in it. Yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. Playing yeah. white trash. I don't know oh, what's this white goodness. trash theme going on oh. here, but it is. Um, all, basically, it's got a great soundtrack. And I think I was in, like, fifth grade, fourth grade when this came out. And it was, like, the best movie ever um, in my eyes. Because, finally, it was, like, something that I could understand that my mom and I could watch. the guy from summer school... Uh, the chainsaw guys, one of them, he was in this movie, Stand By Me. <laughs> okay. Gary Riley. So the feel good of this movie <laughs> is that these four boys, who all have troubled lives, all yeah. find strong friendship and family within one another. So there you go. It's a feel good. Go, 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 go. Mm. You know what? Now that you say that, I'm going to mention Breaking Away. Okay. Breaking Away is a film about a guy who just likes to ride his bike. Okay. Uh, and I mean like Tour de France. Ooh. That kind of thing. And we're not going to go into a lot of this, but it's that same kind of element where you have these friendships. They're older. Yeah. They're in their teens, late teens. There are no leeches in this movie. No leeches. Okay. And you know he's an oddball because he loves this riding his bike. You know, he's in the full Tour de France get up, Ooh. all of that. Um, so, just to piggyback, you can start with Stand By Me. Yeah. And, and move with... into Breaking Away. Mm-hmm. You will be rewarded for that. Okay. Oh, nice. I like that segue. Okay. Let me go to No, you don't get though. two in a row. That was That's a terrible. snippet. Oh, jeez. I'm going to Lorenzo's Oil. No, you don't get two in a row. Move Wait a minute. <laughs> Lorenzo's Oil. Okay, go ahead. Have you seen Lorenzo's Oil? No, I don't know what you're talking about. See, that's why you were so disrespectful. Lorenzo's Oil is uh, based on a true story about a kid who had uh, a rare disease. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, see, it had a rare disease, and they were trying to find, his parents were trying to find the cure. Okay, his parents are played by Nick Nolte. 
Excuse me, Sarandon. It's a sober Nick Nolte, right? Oh, yes. Okay. They are, these parents Because, you know, Nick up. Nolte always is well, drinking in his Well, movies. this is before that he turned into Okay, okay, gotcha. So, you know, this is 1992. So, oh. he and Susan Sarandon, they will do anything for him. They go through the, the ends of the Ooh. earth to find this cure. And the cure, it becomes Lorenzo's oil. So, but you, of course, go through horrible times. Right. But at him. the end of the day, are we... Yes. We're tear-jerking. We're yes. You, and, you know, they tell you what happens at the end, all of that. Because, it's, again, it's based right. on a true story. Oh. So, I would say, if you haven't seen Lorenzo's Oil, you want a nice family film that's really going to put you through the ringer, yeah. but reward you later on. Good. This is something to watch. And Margot Martindale, one of my favorites. Ooh, I like him, is actually. Her oh. is in this. So, you know, you can I check that. I thought you said Marvin. Margot. Margot oh. Martindale. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with, um, how about this one? Are you ready? Because mm-hmm. you, you talked about Nick Nolte. Oh, goodness. And I was like, oh, I love this movie. Prince of Tides. Prince of Tides. I love Prince of Tides. Now, Prince That's of, the one with- In the um, 90s. Yes, Barbra Streisand. Barbra Streisand. Barbra right. Streisand directed um, mm-hmm. Prince of Tides. Now, it came in 91. Was it 91? Yes. Ooh, I'm good, folks. I'm good. It came <laughs> out in 1991, and it stars Nick Nolte, Barbra Streisand, and her son, her actual son is mm. in the movie and plays her son Uh-oh. in the movie. Blythe Danner plays Nick Nolte's wife. Now, here's the premise. Nick Nolte is a football coach of a local college. He is, um, he and his wife are going through some, some issues. And he also has a very, something happened to him very dark mm-hmm. in the past. I mean, it's dark and it's unmentionable. It happened to him in the past, and it makes him act out in certain ways. And he finally hits a wall emotionally and goes off to New York um, and runs across uh, a psycholo- a psychiatrist mm-hmm. um, who is played by... Barbara Streisand. Babs herself, yes, Barbara Streisand. Right. Now, Barbara Streisand is a hands-on... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is not she's... nuts where she's the patient. No! So now she's... she's... <laughs> She's a hands-on doctor. But, but basically, mm. they heal one another oh, emotionally. They? Like, <laughs> they heal one another. No, this is feel good. Well, and it was feel good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is turning way dark. Uh, no, no. Uh, she um she counsels him mm-hmm. and her <laughs> stop it. Her son. Who is Whoa, a, okay. her son? Who is an extremely talented violinist, mm-hmm. and he wants to play football. Oh my goodness! And of course, a violinist can't play football. The so, hands, yeah, yeah, the hands, and um, it's because his hands are important to her. <laughs> You're terrible. Oh my critic. goodness. Have you been uh, drinking? Yeah, I don't know. Nick Nolte's <laughs> been over a couple nights, so we've been chatting about old times. Um, uh, anyway, Nick Nolte helps them come to terms because he's estranged mm-hmm. from his father, and well, his father's pretty much a jerk. But um, the the young boy finds um, hope. Their relationship between the mother and is healed. Now, in the meantime, Barbara Streisand and Nick Nolte's character grow very, very. And this is all the puns and jokes and mm-hmm. the innuendos. They grow very, very close, mm-hmm. and she does cross the line. They cross the line. But he reveals what this tragic event, and it's nothing that you would ever imagine. Mm-hmm. 
and it's and it's one of Nick Nolte's in my favorite or in my opinion one of his most amazing performances. Hmm. He has a breakdown scene that you will ever see, but at the end of it, there's such a burnt. You could see the yeah. burden lift off of him. I don't know what Nick Nolte, the actor, has lived through in life. I know, but it's a lot. Yeah. When he in- <clears throat> comes on the screen, it, everything yeah. is right there yeah. in front of you. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, it's we wouldn't have mentioned that's feel good without it feeling good. Although not all. <laughs> Wait part. a minute. Oh, stop! I was done! <laughs> it is a feel good movie. Um, things. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the poster, you can already see. <laughs> She's like you know lying in bed with reason, him. With this movie, I always think of Bridges of Madison County as well. What? I don't know no, why. No, I don't know, I don't no, know why. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's a great movie um, to watch. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> keep going I'm going to something that one more or maybe this movie hurts love hurts but love I'm going to mention it. It, it it's one of my favorite is it a feel good favorites. come on don't we don't want to end with darkness <sighs> I gotta go here though 50 50 50 50 50 50 no not 50 50 oh okay 50 like you know half and half 50 50 gotcha so, 50-50 stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt. This came out recently, last it, couple years. Yeah, 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Rogen in a great performance. Which you don't expect Seth Rogen you to do. You don't. Anna Kendrick is in it. Mm-hmm. And Bryce Dallas Howard mm-hmm. as someone you are going to hate Ooh. when this is done. So, Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets cancer. <clears throat> and, Which is you no know, surprise. Yes. In this movie, you're not spoiling it. No. And he has to obviously go through chemo and counseling and mm-hmm. Anna Kendrick helps him with that. Self Seth Rogen plays his best friend and mm-hmm. Bryce Dallas Howard is his girlfriend. Okay. Uh Angelica Houston is his mother. I love Angelica <laughs> Houston anytime she's on there. But this if you've ever been touched by cancer, this film is going to it's just gonna help. It's going to help you to process some things. Mm. And that's what it did for me. It really, it touches a nerve. You're talking about what makes you cry. Yeah. This is one. It made you cry? Yes. 50-50. Well, you know what? It, what's Joseph Gordon-Levitt is great. What's interesting about this is mm-hmm. that it's from a male perspective. It is. Usually. And it's a friend, mm-hmm. a male friendship mm-hmm. that seems genuine. And it it just, it's great. Seth Rogen, he has a great scene Ooh. with Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm-hmm. Great. And I don't mean great as in tearjerker. I mean as you laugh out loud, rolling Ooh. on the floor, and then afterward, the gravity of the situation hits you. Yeah. So it does a lot of things. It has a bit of comedy. This, it has drama. This was a quiet storm. It, I mean, it really came through quietly. Critics l- were solid about this. Yes. It, didn't, it wasn't a blockbuster success, no. but... It was pretty steady. Yes. Mm-hmm. It goes into the Goodwill hunting category almost. Yes. Oh, I love that movie. So. All right. Well, you know what? That's a pretty good start. I have, a feeling. I have the chills already talking do about you? that. Do yes, you? I, I have do. a feeling that we are going to continue this conversation in podcasts to come. So if you're looking for some feel-good movies, some, in, some movies that make you feel inspired, to get you out of bed, to to um, watch with the family, or even just to watch by yourself and you want to be touched. Not like Barbara Streisand <laughs> touching Nick Nolte. But you want to be touched in the heart, go ahead and enjoy a great feel-good movie. We hope you enjoyed this trip down memory lane. Join us tomorrow when we discuss 
Black Actors.